Hanging out with love, hanging out with love, hanging out with love, hanging out with love. Love and light. This is love from the platform Hanging Out with Love, and I am your confidence coach. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I will be discussing honesty. Whew. And this right here. Is very near and dear to me, this word. Um, I'll be honest, like, I didn't know how impactful honesty was. And for those of you who remember, those of you who have been following me for a while, been subscribed to the YouTube channel, you know I ran into a situation where honesty was the only thing that could really get me out. Honesty, my documentation, um, just proof. An attorney, it was just focused on the facts, concrete evidence, written form, whether it be text message or email or a flyer, believe it or not, like anything that was written, anything that is what we call up and stuck, like it was what it was and it was undebatable. And the reason why it was so important was because there will be moments where you need that documentation, even in your personal life. You know, me as a clinician, I needed the documentation to prove something. However, how often do we need that in our personal lives? You know, if you've ever gone to court for anything, you already know it's not about What happened is about what you can prove. And if an individual was threatening you verbally or if they were hitting you in places that nobody else could see that you may be embarrassed to take a picture of, you know, whatever the case may be, I don't want to make this dark and gruesome. (laughs) So I'm going to move on. But I say that to say this concept of honesty has really hit home for me within the past year. So let me give y'all a little bit of background. First of all, when I started leveling up, I was really introduced to lying in a different way. I'm not talking about white lies, like somebody asks how you're doing and you say good. I'm not talking about when someone asks you, how's the food? And you say, it's okay, but you really don't like it. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the lies where a man asks you a very direct question and you lie to him. Or someone is trying to reveal something about you and you give partial truth, but not the whole truth, whatever the case may be. And this is not to say that you cannot have your privacy or omit information, because I think that's really a way to protect yourself. Not everybody needs to know every question that they want to know the answer to. <laughs> like sometimes it's just not their business. However, 
once you start lying, it's very difficult to stop. Once you lie to a person one time, you have to remember that lie. Once you say something to them about a situation and they come back and ask you later or you bring up the situation again and you give a detail that wasn't in there before, now they're on alert. Well, I thought you said, well, I thought you, and trust me, it's very difficult to get that trust back once a person has lied to you. So just imagine what that would be like. And I'll be honest, um, not being real with ourselves, you know, as many men say, it's a pretty privileged thing. And it's a, it can also just be a woman privileged thing in general. We don't have to be honest with ourselves about our situation, whether it be our weight our romantic history, our accomplishments. You know, we really don't have to be honest with ourselves and we feel like we're doing something because men want to sleep with us. They want to engage with us on a certain level. And we feel like that attention is enough and is validating. But y'all, I realized how difficult it really was out here when I got real with myself about what my standards were. And I said, you know what? I want a husband and I want to be a wife and I want to be a mother. So once I started having those type of interactions where it's no longer about just engaging with somebody to get a bill paid, or to have dinner and get out of the house, clear my head. It wasn't about that anymore. Now it's about what type of person is this man? Is this somebody who I could see myself following? Does he have a plan for himself? Is he a believer in God? The game changed, but I had to be honest with myself first. Not every man is qualified and I'm not qualified to be with every man. Because he may have stipulations that I cannot adhere to or choose not to rather, right? So even in dating, whether it comes to dating, whether it comes to work and documentation, you have to be honest with yourself. So, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty early. How do I define honesty Honesty for me is being real with yourself. And I say that because sometimes we want to be so honest and open with everybody else that we neglect the fact that we're not comfortable with the information that we're sharing. And I had a situation like this not too long ago. I was seeing someone and he was asking me questions about my previous dating history that I wasn't comfortable answering. And when I asked him why he wanted to know about that particular relationship, he said, oh, well, I'm just trying to figure things out so I'll know what not to do and what to do and da, 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 da. And it's like, well, you can get that from talking to me and observing me. 
you know, being in my presence. Who I was then is not who I am now. So my past relationships are not a good indication of how to interact with me, how to treat me. Because I was a different person with that man than I am with you. Right. And that's just how you spin that. And I had to be real. Like I did, you know, tell him about one relationship that I was in. But to run down a past relationship or, you know, why me and this person broke up, that's too much. That's way too much. You know, I told him about some good things from the relationship and I told him about a couple things I didn't like. But like I said, I only told him what I was comfortable with. I only told him what I felt like was necessary. Because at the end of the day, that's my business. So if I wasn't honest with myself about my comfort level and I just would have listened to him trying to manipulate, oh, well, you know, we got to start things with openness and honesty and be a thousand percent real. And any question you ask me, I answer it with no problems. Right. That's you. You answered it with no problems because you're comfortable sharing that information. You don't care. And this person is very open about what he shares. Now, if he's being honest, it's between him and God. I don't know. You know, I can only take his word for it. However, I knew that I was not comfortable sharing all of that information. So even with honesty, I say all that to say, you have to have boundaries. Don't let people guilt you into telling everything. But then when it comes to, like I said, the documentation and covering yourself and making sure that you advocate for yourself, you definitely should be honest in those situations. However, even then you have to be honest to a certain extent. When your attorney goes in there breaking things down, they're not explaining it exactly the way you're explaining it. They're tailoring it to fit their argument and to get what they need to get done. And I hate to put it that way. I really do. But this is what it is. This is the society that we're living in. You spend something one way and it sounds emotional and nobody's listening to you. And now you look unstable and you look like you can't handle your job or you can't handle the pressures of life. But when you focus on the facts and you say, hey, this is what I saw and this is what I would like to change. Boom, you get to the bottom of things. Then there can be change because you're not having an emotional exchange. So your feelings, you may have been honest about your feelings, but when it comes to honesty, it's about the facts, right? Doesn't matter. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter how you feel. I'm going to say how you feel is not as impactful or effective as what the facts are. You got to break it down and make it make sense. So I'll give another example of that because I know somebody emotional is going to listen to this and say, well, why not love? All right. So when it comes to court, I felt like I felt like I felt like that's not half as impactful as this is what this person did to me. And as a result, I felt like, right, my life was in danger. Not just a feeling. Your feelings have to be validated and supported by an action or a fact. What happened? 
Oh, so you mean to tell me you felt nervous because you saw this individual, but they didn't do anything to you? Well, how does that make sense? Right? Those are things in court that are like inadmissible. I don't even know if I... um. I hope I used that word right. I just wanted to say it so bad because I've been seeing it on TV. It's inadmissible in court. You know, those law and order shows. <laughs> anyway, I play too much. So, yeah, that's what honesty is to me. Just being real with yourself. If you can be real with yourself, that's that's the battle, to be honest. I was about to say that's half the battle, but that is the battle. You got to be real with yourself so that you can be honest with other people. Or you can set boundaries with other people about things that you would like to share and would not like to share. And for those people who feel like, oh, well, you should be able to share anything. No, that's why we have rights to privacy. Like HIPAA, for instance, when it comes to your medical information or confidentiality when you go to therapy. People don't need to know everything. You do have a right to privacy. So you have that same right to privacy in your private life. You don't have to tell people everything. When it comes to the court system, anything you can, anything you say can and will be held against you in the court of law. You have a right to privacy. You have a right to keep your mouth closed so that you will not incriminate yourself. Because like I said, it's not about what happened. It's about what you can prove. So if I get you to admit to something, I don't have to make you prove anything. You did prove it by admission. Right? So keep that in mind. You know what? I got to go get my tea and I'm going to take y'all with me because... This podcast is called Hanging Out With Love, and that's exactly what you're doing. You're hanging out with love. So let's go get my tea. I have some organic raspberry leaf tea brewing. If y'all don't know anything about that, please look it up, especially for the ladies. It is really good for women's health. So I'll be drinking it for the next couple of days. If you know, you know. And I'm going to go ahead and get my tea and I'm going to run right back upstairs so I can continue this episode. But yeah, you got to be real with yourself. You got to be honest about what you want. You got to be honest about who people are. You got to be honest about your outcomes and why you're not seeing certain results. You got to be honest about that. You know, I explained to y'all in a previous episode that I went through a very rough season just trying to find a lucrative full-time job. Don't get me wrong. You know, people are complaining about the lack of jobs due to COVID. And that's true. I mean, it may be that way in a lot of different areas. I wholeheartedly believe that. However, there are places out here that are hiring. And there are people who are choosing not to be in the workforce because they get more with unemployment than they do in uh, any other, you know, setting, any other work setting. And I get that. Um, But I do feel like the jobs are out here. I haven't had a problem with finding a job. It's about the types of jobs that I'm getting. You know, like, okay, this is in my field, but it's not really paying what I need. Or this is in my field, but it's not paying what I need. Or it doesn't have enough hours so that I can get this clinical license. Or it doesn't have enough hours to where I can get my bills paid. You know, more basic. 
And why is this important? I had to be honest with myself about that. Now, did I want to stay in the job that I was at at first? Heck yes, I did. Because I felt like, why not remain in a position where it's a, I'm a team lead. I'm getting to be in a supervisory position. And I'm also gaining experience as an outpatient therapist. Why wouldn't I want that? However, it's not paying what I needed to pay. I'm working at a smaller agency, you know, and it just was not giving what it was supposed to give. So being so beat down, being so like, oh my gosh, this is really impacting my confidence, which we talk about a lot on this page. I had to get real with myself. Like, love, what do you really need? Okay, add a little bit more to that resume. You have a little bit more experience than that. Add a little bit more to that resume. Beef it up. Update your references. Apply for some more jobs. Mind you, I had been applying for jobs for weeks. But I applied for some more jobs. Got a job. Negotiated my salary. Boom. Start October 25th. Okay? So... I say all that to say I really had to have that heart to heart, that conversation with myself about where I was. Sometimes you may be in a position where you feel like, okay, let me justify this to make it comfortable for myself. But if you keep justifying stuff, trying to make it comfortable, you're going to have a hard life. Because the fact that you feel like you have to justify it anyway means there's discomfort there, means there's a disconnect there. So what is the reason for the disconnect? Even if it's something where you know, like, you know what, I'm tripping. This is a good job. I can handle this position. I'm just trying to find a reason to leave. Even if it's that, maybe you need to go to therapy to figure out why that is. Do you have issues with authority? You know, did someone say something to make you uncomfortable? Does this job trigger anything in you? Does it remind you of a certain situation, right? Nothing is for no reason. So you got to get to the bottom of it. Be real with yourself. Be real with the people around you. I know myself now. I used to be a person who didn't really like to hang out with new people. Was always sort of afraid that somebody was going to try something. Stab me in the back. Or I wasn't going to have a good time. It wasn't going to be good vibes. Where where did I even get that from? Where? I I can't even think of many situations where someone brought me around someone else or where I went out and there was a crowd where I didn't have a good time. So where am I getting this from? Why am I finding it so difficult to connect with other people? I had to be real with myself like, look, there's no form of danger here. Yeah, I know you done been through some things. But move forward. I had to be real with myself so that I could develop new relationships with people. I had to be real about the traumas so I could move forward. You know what? This has nothing to do with that lady or that man. This has everything to do with me. I don't know why I'm feeling so uncomfortable about this. Right? And then fix it. Find a professional, journal about it, get a hypnotist, you know, do whatever you feel like you got to do. Pray. God definitely works wonders. And sometimes 
it's so difficult just for us to open our mouths and say, God, this is what I need from you. God, I'm struggling. Lord, you said your strength will be made perfect in my weakness, God, and I'm weak right now. I need you to step in. God, I'm confused and I know you're not the God of confusion. I need you to step in. Because there should be nothing confusing about it. If you're honest and open with yourself, you lay out the facts, you lay out where you are. That should tell you what you need to know. And sometimes when you're still confused from there, it's because you need to move. You need to go to a new place. You need to do something different. So... I really hope that this helps someone. Um, And just for an example, a situation where I had to be honest with myself was dating once again. Um, Really coming to terms with the fact that I really didn't have standards like I thought I did. Even after I leveled up, you know, I had some standards like, oh, I want him to be able to afford these things and these things and these things. And that was cool, but what kind of attributes do I need this man to have? What type of person do I need for him to be? What are my standards? Um, Even down to hygiene, I didn't know I had hygiene standards until I dated someone who didn't really wash his hands that often. And I'm thinking, we're in a pandemic and you don't want to wash your hands like that. Like, I got to tell you, like, oh, no, nah, don't hug me until you wash your hands or make, did you wash your hands before you ate? Did you, you know what I'm saying? Like, little things like that. And it was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. You're too old for this. I don't like it. Right? So be real with yourself. Um just just do it. Just be real with yourself. Write it out. What your needs are. What your pain points are. If you find yourself in a situation where you like, you know what? I'm not where I want to be in life right now, yo. Like I want to make more money or I want to get married. I want to start a family. Be real with yourself about why you don't have that. I had to have a real conversation with me. Like, girl, you were not dating intentionally. You were dating just to be dating. You were with this person just to say you were with this person. And then finding out things on the back end later, like, wow, they don't even value marriage. Their parents were, they've been together for 30 years, but they never been married. What type of, those are things that you need to know in the beginning. People say, oh yeah, I want to get married, da, 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 da. Well, how important in that is that to you? I had somebody tell me, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm definitely not comfortable with having a man's baby before marriage. But, you know, to each his own. This man says, you don't have to be married to have a baby. And already had a child previously out of wedlock. No, no, no. That means that you're okay with this. These weren't mistakes. These kids weren't accidents. You knew what you were doing and you would do it again. I'm good. Right? 
cannot be anybody's baby mama. No shade to anybody and how they live their life. But that's not what I want for myself. I had to be honest with myself about the path that I was headed down. Okay, so I really hope this helps somebody. Um, It's so funny because I feel like God is calling me to do certain podcasts. Like I keep setting up these interviews. All of these episodes are supposed to have a guest. But I keep setting up these interviews and like the areas that God wants me to examine in my own life. It's like, now, why don't you talk about this and share your experience? Like, wow, Lord, I'd be honored. I'd be honored. I can tell you that lying doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't. Lying doesn't get you anywhere. It may get you something temporarily, especially with a person that you don't really know that well. But like I said, it's not worth it. It's not worth keeping up with it. It's not worth the headache. It's not worth the questioning. It's not worth that person not trusting you and vice versa. Because you like. Excuse me. Well, I know I've lied to them. So who knows if they've lied to me, right? It's just a lot. And I have been through a lot and done a lot this season. Um, It's a lot. (laughs) But I just had to be real with myself about where I was and where I was headed. And also being honest with myself, too, when I want to get down on myself. Like, girl, you finished a master's program and you had to fight to get out of it. You had to fight to get out of it. And that was this year that you finished that. You had to fight. You went through this whole credentialing process, got credentialed with these insurance companies so you could do outpatient therapy. You're doing a lot. You're putting yourself in a higher position for a reason. There's more that you want out of life. You're dating strategically and at times kind of bored because of the standards that you put in place. Because you're saying, I can't just date just anybody. That is difficult. That's difficult. You don't have unrealistic standards. And it's difficult. And it's okay. But again, if I wasn't honest with myself, I wouldn't have even found myself here. I'm glad and thankful that I'm aware. I'm thankful that I came across that Kevin Samuels video. I'm thankful that I came across Shira Seven's videos. I'm thankful that I'm learning now about financial literacy. I'm thankful that I came across Tony Gaskins, Sarah Jakes Roberts, Jim Rohn, Les Brown. All the the internet people who pour into me. And then I had to get systems in place. I had to get some professional friends and some business friends. I had to get some friends who were just good for the soul. They're like chicken soup. The healing group. I had to just switch my circle up. I had to get some spiritual friends. 
friends who would pray for me. Who I know were in my corner. I had to get all those. I had to level up. But first, I had to be honest with myself about where I was. Like, baby, spiritually, you're not doing good. Or physically, you're not doing good. This is why I started Fit Black Women of North Carolina, because it holds me accountable. Right? I actually have to go to a gym and check it out today because I want to join a new gym. The last one I was a part of was like 125 a month. It was a lot. It was a great investment, I would say. Helped me really get started back on my fitness journey because I've been on and off working out for years. But really, since I started there, I've been very consistent. And um, now that I'm over and done with that gym, I want to go to a different one because now I have a different mentality. I'm more self-led. So I can trust myself to not have to be, you know, in a group setting all the time. And they also have group fitness classes. And even then, before I started working back out again, I had to be honest with myself about all that weight I gained in that five months during quarantine. I had to be real. That stuff was difficult. (laughs) I don't think y'all understand. Like, life gets real. And when it hit, you got to be real with yourself about where you are. Do you need to go to McDonald's and get a part-time job until you can get on your feet while you're still putting those applications in? Do you need to contact your career center on campus and brush up on their resume? Do you need to get a therapist so you can work on your mental health and you won't ruin your marriage? Do you need to change your diet because they found some type of growth? And you don't know what kind of growth it is. Do you have high blood pressure, diabetes? Are you experiencing swelling, painful joints at a young age? Because if you are, please understand that that's not normal. I know people are trying to normalize. Oh, I I feel old at 30. I'll be in the bed and I'll be da-da-da-da-da. Like, okay, yeah, that's, that's funny, I guess, but... It's not cute, it's not okay, and it's not healthy. Be real with yourself about where you are. So that's what honesty is to me. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Look, I'm I'm tired, y'all. I can't even lie to you. Like, I am exhausted. But like I said, I'm going to the gym today to check it out. And then uh, I have a doctor's appointment a little bit later. So I'm about to just relax, have my hot tea, get my mind right. And then uh, I'm going to prepare to take a walk a little bit later on. That'll be my exercise for the day. I love y'all so much. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you had any questions about this, are you like, you know what, love? That's, That's a different perspective, you know, and this is my perspective on honesty. Or can you share a little bit more on honesty? Can you do a video on honesty? Email me at info at hangingoutwithlove.com and I got you. Peace and love.